0: Hey everyone, welcome to Cap City Outfitters podcast number 18. Uh, You got Chris and Brian. Today we're going to run through some of the things that we've had some really good success with um, on our AR-15 rifles and pistols, uh, along with some other newer products that we've been beating on here for the past six months or so.
1: This is the cool stuff episode. So, um, starting off right at the top. Um optics uh brian has been beating on a trijicon 1 to 8 accupower uh, mill reticle 34 millimeter tube front focal plane um freaking amazing piece of glass um, an optic that runs around 1400 bucks so not not cheap but wow what an incredible piece of glass what a ton of capability um, a lot a lot a lot of durability and literally looking at that thing and playing with it, the only negative I can come up with is, wow, is it heavy? Um, and, it, and it's honestly be, not that heavy for what it is. Exactly, exact for the capabilities you get out of it. Um, I, I, daddy wants, daddy wants bad. So yeah,
0: iBox I would say is bigger and more forgiving than yeah. a Trujikon MRO or even an Aimpoint T1 T2 red dot, and being able to crank it up to eight when I need it. Yep. Um, there aren't a lot of other options, especially in that price range.
1: Yeah, if you're looking, so if you're looking at a a one to eight, I would say one to six, one to eight, one to ten front focal plane. Um, you know, the market is is not flooded, but there are a lot of really good choices out there. Um, you can spend a lot more money and not get a better scope. Um, you can spend a lot less money and and just get something that's not even close. Um, if you have the dollars to spend on something like that and it fits in with what you need it is flipping amazing um, one of the debates green versus red reticles um, Cowan likes the red reticle um, you but- like the green reticle i like the green reticle um, so you know figure that out too no big deal we can get them either way um, green or red reticle um, but man it's just a fun scope
0: yeah i'd say the the red versus green reticle is much more user preference than anything else yeah uh, i've not seen really a difference in speed either way
1: cool 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 um the the red-headed stepchild of the same optic rudolph optics uh, rudolph makes a one to eight front focal plane mill reticle very 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 similar optic 30 millimeter tube instead of 34 um probably a third less in weight um, a little bit smaller eye box, but still very functional. Uh, comes with front and rear caps. Comes with the speed lever to adjust the dial on it. Um, the reticle on it is a little bit coarse. It has a two MOA center dot. Um, but for about for just under six hundred dollars, again another optic we've been beating on a little bit here. So if you're not willing to pony up, you know, a little more than twice that much for the Trigicon, this is a really really good option that I'm still going to call second place. But it's what's on my gun, and I like it a lot. Um, I'd like to run it more up close. Most of what I've done with it has been for groups and for shooting at a distance and trying to get that aspect of my game nailed down a little bit because I don't have any game when it comes to long range. Um, I'm not that good and I don't really have the equipment, so I'm trying to make do with what I have. Um, but you know, it's enough scope for me to stay sub two MOA at 300 yards in the wind. Um, it lets me get some hold offs artificially on the hash marks that are included with it. Um, great little scope too for for. Quite a bit less money so if you're not ready to drop Trigicon dime or or whatever big brand name dime then then this is definitely something to look at um two really neat optics though for sure two really really neat optics in different places in the market
0: yeah the the rudolph one to eight is an excellent way to kind of dip your toes into what a good low power variable scope can do for your rifle yes or your ar-15 pistol yes uh, if you've <clears throat> been wondering you know why is everybody Talking about low power variables and what can they do and why should I consider one? Um, spending the extra $200 on the Rudolph over like a Vortex um, Strike Eagle or even a Viper PST, um, you're gonna get a lot more optic with the Rudolph.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely a nice piece of equipment. Um, along the lines of stuff to reach out a little bit further with, um, we've been selling Magtech 77 grain ammo. Um, it's an SMK Sierra Match King bullet. Um, I don't know that they say that out loud, um, but a 77 grain round. Not a Mark 262 analog. It is a 5.56 loading, but I don't think it's an exact Mark 262 analog. because I don't think it's case mouth sealed. I don't think it's primer sealed. Um, But for range use um, has turned out to be a really, really accurate round. Uh, We also carry the 168 grain version uh, in 308 of that same load. Um, And a lot of guys running that that know way better than I do say that it is just about a half a step off of buying gold medal match, but at about half the price per bullet. Um, So we have those. We've been running those a little bit. Uh, That was actually what I got the sub two MOA group with the 300 in the wind Um, and and was pretty impressed with it. Less impressed with me, but pretty impressed with the round. It it did a good job. Mm -hmm. So so that's something to check out too. not you know that's a little bit of a newer item i think that's definitely been on the market now for about two years um but to get out and kind of prove it a little bit it's it's done a pretty good job for us so we lo- we're liking that too
0: yeah i've shot uh, i'd say about a nickel size group at 50 five round shot or mm-hmm. five round group with the magtech 77 drain yeah um yeah if you're looking for good you know call it party ammo call it reach out and touch somebody ammo or just really want to see what your rifle and yourself are capable of, um, the Magtech Ammo is a, an excellent option for that. Yeah,
1: good, really really good budget option for that, for sure. Um, hanging on to AR stuff, uh, law side folders. Um, if you want to make a gun a little bit easier to store, a little bit easier to transport, um, and in some cases maybe a little bit easier to just tote around, the law side folders have held up really well. Um, we're running the Gen 3s on a couple of different guns um probably getting into about a year um a little less than a year but quite a bit of range time quite a bit of rifle time plus quite a bit of transport and beating around throwing around time uh in and out of vehicles and stuff like that and the law holders have seemed to help hold up real well um a number of folks in our tribe have been running the gen 3 law for significantly longer than we have and and everybody's still tickled pink with it um the primary complaint is that it's heavy it's steel but that's also why it seems to hold up Um, We're not doing anything to be gentle with them. We're running them just like we'd run a fixed stock gun and and haven't seen any issues um, in the near term. So we'll probably be reporting back on that down the road too because mine's not going anywhere unless it breaks. And because it's made Mm -hmm. out of steel, I don't see that happening, so.
0: Yeah, just to add too, if you're running an AR pistol um, and you're a bigger guy, the law folder adds an extra inch and a half-ish of pull to the pistol brace. Um, For me, I'm 6'2", I've got a huge wingspan. Um, It makes it just about perfect paired with an SBA-3 adjustable pistol brace. Yes. Um, So, not not that that is the the primary intent of the Law Folding stock device, but it is a nice bonus.
1: Nice, nice, happy circumstance. Um, So really good item there we've had good luck with so far. Um, Raptor charging handles, uh, Radian products. Uh, we've been hearing a lot of good stuff about Radian products. Um, I, I'm going to throw out a little secret, guys, for, for us in the industry. We're, we're really close to the guns and to the sales end of things, but quite honestly, we rely on our customers to come in and tell us a lot of times what the newest cool stuff is because you guys are out there running it and touching it and a lot of you are the guys that jump online and buy it first or do this, that, or the other. And when we have customers come in and say, man, you guys need to be carrying X, Y, and Z, we do actually listen, um, and that's a tie point. Um, so the reality check is with the Radian stuff, we've been hearing so much buzz around Radian and you just don't know what's Snake Oil and what's Geisley. you know? We don't know what's Snake Oil or what's Bravo Company or what's Snake Oil or what's Daniel Defense. So hearing a lot of good feedback on the Raptor stuff, we brought in some of the, the Raptor charging handles. The new SD is freaking awesome. If you are running a suppressor, especially on a shorter gun, a lot of shorter guns are a little bit overgassed. gassed. Um, we've got some of the tribe here that are running them that were really blown away by how much less stuff comes out the back end of the gun. Having said that, it basically disperses that gas pressure internally within the upper receiver and pushes it out the ejection port and it might make your internals a little bit dirtier because some of that stuff's not making it to the back, um, but it keeps it out of your face very, very well. So really neat addition to a gun.
0: Yeah, it was nice. Um, I've got one, I'm running on the sniper pistol, and it was it was nice to end the range session and not look like I got in a fight with a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah,
1: very, very true, very true. Uh, yeah, so solid product, um, good price point for where it's at in the market as a, as a quality item. Um, well put together. And, and the ergonomics work on it too. It's not just something that spreads the gas around and keeps you from getting crap in your face. It's easy to use. It's comfortable. It's quick. It does fully, what you need it to do.
0: Yeah, it's fully ambidextrous. Yep. Um, it is, if you're if you're still running a mil-spec charging handle, um, I would rush out and get one of these because um, mil-spec charging handles suck. Yep. Uh, if you're running one of the one of like the old school Bravos I might stick with that yeah but anything else um and especially on a suppress gun the Raptor SD is is really nice
1: yeah it's definitely a a a step forward um next item uh VG6 products uh specifically Gamma muzzle brakes um, I'm gonna get drearily drilled down on this specifically. I'm, I built a 14 and a half inch barreled Aero Precision upper, um, lightweight barrel. This gun I had a, a local guy pin and weld on a Gamma VG6 for me, and the reason I had him do that is because it works with my suppressor with just a little bit of love. Um, the suppressor that I'm running is a Halo, a Gemtech Halo that uses the blank firing adapter groove, and it'll go on pretty much any A1 or A2 flash hider on an AR. Um, in this case, if you mill down the BFA groove just a little bit with somebody who's competent doing it, um, the Halo will run on it too. Happy circumstance of that. Um, I wanted a comp on the 14 half inch gun because I wanted it to be fast and flat. Um, the gun, just out of dumb luck, has an H-buffer in it and a um, cutter machine uh, Warthog flat wire spring and the combination of the comp The H buffer, the cutter flat wire spring, it shoots like a flipping pellet gun in a very, very lightweight gun. Um, I shot it and thought maybe it's just me falling in love with something that I built because I was convincing myself, but I've handed it to a few other people and almost everyone who's picked the gun up has universally said two things. Holy crap, this is light. Holy crap, there's no recoil. Um, So you know, the VG6 Gammas, the VG6 Epsilons, I, I can't speak to all their products. But I will tell you that if you're looking for a comp to put on a gun, um, probably worth taking a look at uh, because they they definitely do a lot to keep the muzzle down. So not not just recoil reducing, but muzzle rise, etc. I know, 5.56, oh, the mighty recoil, make fun of me, that's fine. Um, But literally, I was watching hits on a steel plate at 300 yards through a 3X ACOG on a 14.5-inch gun. I was watching my shots hit because the gun wasn't moving. So
0: pretty slick stuff. Yeah, definitely, you know, an excellent option if you're shooting three gun and looking for faster split times. For sure. Um, the VG6 stuff is not crazy expensive, which is a pleasant surprise when it comes to muzzle brakes. Yeah. Um, and then to, to note, too, we do ha- we've do got the, the Cutter Machine Works, um, the Warthog flat wire springs. Yes. They're $20. bucks. they are 100,000 cycle springs um, versus, you know, a normal buffer spring you generally want to replace when you replace the bolt. Yeah. So it's a 6,000 round spring or maybe 10,000 round spring. Maybe, yeah, um, maybe. And you're looking like, what, 12 bucks on those?
1: Yeah, nine or 10, I think we sell like the Spikes version for nine or 10 bucks. So yeah, so uh, for double, you get 10 times the amount of, of, of work. The other thing I'll throw out there with the Warthog is that um, as a flat wire spring, you get a little more forgiveness and compression size um, and the spring rates are a little bit better than a standard buffer spring rate. Um, you know, so it, you know, it's one of those things with your gun, if you have a tuned gun or you're running um, something a little bit off of a straight 16-inch gun, put in your gun and try it. But uh, our experience so far has been nothing but very positive with flat wire springs. Um, and the, the cutter one is, is very well made. It's 17-7 stainless. It's, it's just very well done and they work. And, and I think most folks are noticing a difference in how the gun feels. It shoots a little bit softer. Um, but the bolt goes home positively, not having any issues at all, so I'm, I'm digging mine. I actually I replaced all of my guns with them um, after running it in a couple of them and, and, and really digging it. So, just throw that out there. Um, uh,
0: Magpul bipods.
1: Yeah, Magpul bipods. Uh, we have had in the Magpul bipods for pick rails and the Magpul bipods for Mlock and we can order them, the arms mount version. Um, it's my understanding that, bi- that Magpul just dropped for NRA. A, uh, or at least coming to the market, is one that also mounts on a standard hunting rifle sling stud. Um, so they've caught up with that. So if you're going, you know, Harris old school mounting system, they're gonna have one mm-hmm. for that too here shortly. Um, it's a $100, $110 bipod, something like that. It's available in flat, dark, earth, and black. Um, I picked one up just to kind of beat on. Again, I am not an LR shooter. I, I'm not one of these guys going out and banging stuff at a thousand yards or a mile or anything like that. Um, and honestly, I don't shoot off bipods much. Usually I try and find an improvised rest, a backpack, or a shoot from prone, uh, whatever. Um, I, this little bipod's pretty sweet. Um, I've played around with bipods in the past, but not a serious user. Um, is this going to replace your Atlas on your PRS rifle? No. Um, is it pretty flipping cool for something that's lightweight and field usable? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's the right height from a bench rest perspective. I'm gonna say the legs start out at something like eight inches or somewhere in that range. Um, basically, with the legs collapse, you're at, at eight inches and they nearly double. You're probably going to like 14, uh, 13, 14 inches uh, with them extended. The notches are a little less than an inch apart, I believe. It pans, it tilts um you can lock out the pan feature if you don't want it um the tilt you can crank down to where it's actually difficult to get it to move um all of the controls on it are great big surfaces you can run with gloves no problem um and it seems to be holding up pretty well Uh, we were doing defore hat qual drills in the snow um gravel and snow mixed depending on where you were on the range over the winter um and and those of you who know me know that i i'm not a waif Um, I'm dropping onto the gun to get on target and did that a number of times and, and have since then as well. Um, and, and you can get on it pretty hard and it seems to be something you can beat on a little bit too. It just doesn't mm. seem to be fragile. Um, also use that same bi- bipod um, Magtech ammo and the Rudy Optic, that Rudolph Optic and did a DeFore hat drill on a 10-inch steel plate at 300 yards and ran 12.89 10 hits out of 10 out of 10 hits at 300 with the hack wall
0: that's impressive
1: it was fun it was cool. i was having a good day i'm not saying i could do it tomorrow but i was saying i did it a week ago so um yeah so the magpul bipod i'm um, digging it so far um oh, magpods. magpods another kind of a, not necessarily an analog but similar um speaking of kyle DeFore and hack walls and stuff like that kyle DeFore says that uh magpods little device you add onto the end of your magpul magazine um, basically, are giving you a half MOA in accuracy increase, pretty much on any gun. Just surely based on the stability they provide for the gun, because it gives you a little wider surface um, and a little more level front to rear surface to get on with the gun. I'll let you expand on that.
0: Yeah. So when you're when you're shooting with the magazine as a monopod, um, be that from prone or off a bench or off a barricade or whatnot. Uh, typically, with the AR 15 magazine, all you're getting in contact with that surface is the heel of the mag. Um, the mag pod gives you basically the entire bottom of the magazine yeah. as a contact surface. Uh, I've definitely seen a dramatic um, decrease in group size um, with running the mag pods. Um, I've taken a number of guns out just to get them zeroed, um, ran a bunch of different ammo, see what was grouping the best, and um, if you're running a mil spec trigger or heavier trigger, um, the magpod really, really makes a difference. Um, if you're running a Geissele or, you know, some kind of more of like a, a precision trigger or a, or a you know, a quality aftermarket trigger, I don't know if it's as much of a difference, but there's definitely still a difference with the magpod. Um, that added bit of stability, um, having you know, essentially two or three contact surfaces on the. the magazine instead of just the heel where it wants to rock around yep Uh, you can you can actually push into it a little bit uh, and get set up Um, i wouldn't call it a replacement for a bipod if you're you're wanting to get that last bit of precision from a group or running sandbags or something Uh, but for a relatively you know field expedient type of system um, that i know i can i can make work anytime i'm going to use the magazine as a monopod, um, which for me is most of the time. Yeah. Uh, They work really well. Uh, We do three packs for 20 bucks and they work on any um, MTP mag.
1: Cool. Um, Next item, um, Remington Tac-14. We've all, we're all familiar with the Mossberg, Shockwaves, Remington Tac-14. Some of those guns are now legal in Ohio as of three or four weeks ago. Um, the the Mossberg and Remington versions of that gun with the bird's head style grip are an interesting toy. Um, we were lucky enough to have a distributor um, hook us up with the Remington TAC-14 with the SIG uh, M4 brace. Um, this is a non-adjustable length of pull brace but it is their large robust triangular shaped um, mm-hmm. brace on the gun. And then a, a Mesa tactical adapter um and and a hogue, what looks to be a hogue grip on the on the uh on the gun i don't want to call it a firearm or another or a pistol or the wrong name um because it's one of those things i just <laughs> never get it right which one it is uh, but it's really cool because it takes something that previously didn't didn't have a way to support the weapon from the back end of the weapon and gives it that support and makes it something that's significantly and dramatically more usable um, plus they put a plus one extension um, on the magazine tube. So it gives you one more round than the other options and something that's dramatically more controllable. It's actually useful. Um, so we have those in stock. Uh, again, really neat tool, uh, something that we want to get out and play with. I haven't really been excited about a pump shotgun in quite some time. And that's, this is something that I think I'm going to pick up and play with because it might be the, you know, poor man's way to get into an SBS kind of deal. So yeah, um, yeah so cool, cool item there um push it into the next item silencer shop um silencer shop or uh, silencer shop good lord Sunarm solutions sorry jed um sidearm solutions holsters uh local guy here in central ohio making really good holsters we've been moving jed's stuff for two and a half three years now um have had a lot of happy customers based on product quality alone and then when you put that um, in, in through the lens of his pricing, uh, the, the holsters are very competitively priced. Uh, he is making Glock 43X and Glock 48 holsters, as well as a couple of options that you can run all three. Um, uh, so there's a 43 variant, a 43X and 48 variant, and then there's a 48 variant that's a little bit longer. Um, these holsters, the fitment's outstanding, the retention's outstanding, the comfort's outstanding. So. If that's something you're chasing down, um, you know, that's a newer gun, there are some holster options out there. We have a couple that you probably want to come take a look at because the guys that are running them are really digging them. It's a small gun, so it sucks to screw it up with a bulky holster. Um, The sidearm solutions variant is not. It is also appendix or strong side, depending on how you want to carry it. Uh, Comes with the claw feature included with it. So stop in and check those out too. That's something that, again, we're having a lot of success with.
0: Yeah. Um, to just to note, we do have a silencer shop kiosk. Um, people <laughs> use it a lot. If you're looking to get into the suppressor game, um, come in and see us. Um, we love our suppressors. Um, we want. We would love to be able to get everyone a suppressor. Um, hopefully someday, the National Firearms Act is repealed and not replaced, um, and you know suppressors are a, an over-the-counter thing. Uh, Until that happens, a silencer shop makes suppressor ownership much, much easier than it used to be.
1: True, true, true. And I'm going to go full nerd on you. All the cool kids are doing it. Um, All of your friends who are serious gun guys right now, even if they're not telling you about it, are buying suppressors. Our business on the suppressor side of the industry, um, from a year and a half or two years ago when we first got in bed with silencer shop, our business with them has probably almost doubled the number of cans we're seeing come through is is nothing short of awesome. Um, so people have kind of figured out that, hey, it's a year wait, get in line. If you buy the can today, you'll have Christmas in April next year, um, and it'll be awesome. So, um, you know, make the world a quieter place. How often do you hear me say that? Mm-hmm. Uh, next item, um, I'm gonna throw out HSGI has a number of new products. Um, those of you in law enforcement, check out their duty line products. A number of local agencies have authorized um, soft armor, external carriers or external vests to carry soft armor. Um, we are working with HSGI to get our stocking increased on those items. Uh, whether it be mag pouches, cuff pouches, et cetera, the new duty line stuff is a little cleaner than the standard taco. Um, and again, a lot of local agencies are getting that approved. So we're working on those. Um, in addition, HSGI brought out what looks to be at first blush, a, a big bulky ankle med pack holster or med pack device that when you put it on is just ridiculously freaking comfortable and actually carries everything you need to carry um, it's also made to hsgi specs so all the materials are incredibly robust and very very well stitched this is not the you know 17 dollars one you're going to wear for a year and it's going to fray and fall apart um, this is something you can put on and you're probably going to have it for quite a while Um, Brian's been running one um, full-time on the range at work here everywhere else for what going on three months now four months
0: since we got it man
1: yeah so um, and and is digging it I'll let you talk more about that because you have more practical experience
0: yeah they're they're fleece lined on the inside up against your sock or your skin Um, they get just enough like elastic and whatnot to keep it snug but you don't have to run it so tight that your toes go numb I'm able to put an entire IFAC on that rig. So tourniquet, chest seals, hemostatic gauze, um, trauma bandage, NP—or maybe I don't have. Maybe the only thing I don't have is an NPA. I've got a decompression needle in there. Uh, It just—it works really well. It's low profile. Um, Nobody notices it, which is nice. And I've got my stuff with me, you know, wherever I go. Um, you know, we all like to carry guns around. Most of us don't like to carry medical stuff because medical stuff is bulky and doesn't fit in normal pockets well. Um, so, this is this is a really great solution, you know, to carry all the gear you need um, to solve, to really solve problems. Yep. Um, the other cool new product that HSVI brought out is their tourniquet taco, which is a one of their poly tacos um, that mounts to either your belt or to Molly gear, um, and it is specifically molded for the Cat Gen 7 tourniquet. Um, gives you a you know an easy option to put a tourniquet you know on your belt next to a spare magazine, um, put it on your plate carrier, potentially put it on your range bag or your backpack if you get some Molly yep. on the outside or even on the inside.
1: Yeah, and a couple of guys I've actually seen them um, a couple of them guys. Um, you know, attach it to a sling on a rifle, put it, put it with the gun, you know, whatever, whatever works for you. Um, but really well done, really well molded. The retention seems to be right um, for, the, for the Cat 7. Um, well executed products as always from HSGI. Um, last thing we'll throw out there, uh, we are, you know, while Brian and I both definitely have, I don't know, a, I don't wanna say a collection of knives because I'm definitely not a knife collector, um, but I do have a number of decent quality folding knives um, and, and one of the brands that I carry on a regular basis are Zero Tolerance. Um, we've gotten a couple of new Zero Tolerance knives. I've always run kind of the bigger, bulkier, beefier knives. Um, but they have some knives out now that are carbon fiber and titanium that are, are a little more gentleman-sized knives that you can still do work with and are still incredibly robust. Um, playing around with some of those and beating on some of those. Um, extremely happy with some of those lightweight products. I, I I'm a fan of the zero 350 because I've had one and beaten the snot out of it but I didn't realize that they made some stuff that's probably a little bit easier to carry around too um Brian has the monster mother ZT of all time the hinderer like that like the 566? 560 yeah um and it's a beast um so yeah just uh you know throwing that out there too you know we have a we joke we have a zero tolerance knife policy if you are an adult male you should probably have a knife on you anywhere it's legal. Um, you know, and if it happens to say zero tolerance on it, that just makes us giggle, and it's kind of cool. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, just some cool guy stuff, some new items out there floating around um, that we've had an opportunity to to beat on. Um, it, you know, not not just fondle and play with, but actually beat on a little bit, and a, a lot of good stuff out there coming to market. And again, as you guys stop in and see us, if there's stuff that we're not carrying ask us why we're not carrying it um because it may be something we just don't know about yet and and again uh we like to go out and beat on the toys but it's also nice to hear about cool new stuff that's functional especially from guys that are running it and working it hard and can let us know hey this holds up by the same token if you tried something that didn't work out let us know that too i'd be curious to know why um you know have those conversations um you know we have a big tribe here It'd it'd be nice to learn from everybody so
0: yeah um Stop in and see us. You know, we carry almost all these things um, in the store, on the shelf. You know, we use what we sell. That's, you know, our philosophy kind of when we started the store was we don't really want to carry it if we can't trust our lives with it. Yep. Um, Yeah. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time.